cultural influence on loving too much or how people turn out to be loving too much due to cultural pre- pressures. Hi, this memory from Friends Abroad Relationships. I wanted to share with you um, some cultural influences um, and um, fairy tales which sort of support the idea of loving too much. So women or partners who meet challenging or needy men or partners even need to be of service we know that and to help their man or partner and the people that they meet the partners that they meet these women or these partners because this can also apply in same-sex relationships these people are looking for someone who can help them so let's say for example let's use the example of a man and a woman so the men who are attracted to women who love too much are searching for someone who can help them someone who can control their behavior and save them so they are looking for saving actually which is why they end up with women who love too much who can help them because the women who love too much want to be needed so the act of saving men by being perfect and selfless starts in compelling fairy tales which embody a spiritual truth so the thing is when we watch fairy tales or read fairy tales we miss the deeper meaning of the story due to cultural bias there are things that we need to learn in the story but what we do is we focus on the happy ever after ending of romance romanticism that is where our problem starts because we don't understand really what's going on in the story in there all our focus is is on the romantic part so here is what we learn from the fairy tales and society number one we believe that if someone we love is not acting or feeling as we wish we can change someone for the better through force of love especially as nurturing females or powerful males so what we do is that we find someone who's struggling and um and we turn them we try to turn them into what we want them to be through the force of love number two we have this culture of focusing on trying to help each other there's nothing wrong with that but the, the problem is that it um, it just pushes pressure or puts pressure on people to the point that they don't recognize that sometimes they are helping people when they are actually needing help themselves. We find that in so many support communities, someone is really struggling, but they are giving someone some advice. And most of the time, you can actually find out that the advice that they are sharing is actually not in the best interest of the other person because they themselves are struggling. And this role of um, help is normally delegated to women. This is why you find most support groups are full of women. And you also find the caring uh, professions and, you know, teaching, um, social work and nursing they are full of women trying to help and these virtuous cultural recommendations explain the behavior of people who choose cruel abusive emotionally unavailable and unloving partners 
And these people who choose such partners do so from a drive to control their partners. This is where it gets really weird. Because whilst we might think, oh, um, these people who love too much are helpless and they need help. But actually, no. They want to control their partner. So control. How does this come about? Control originates in childhood. It comes from fear, anger, pity, guilt, shame for this child and other people in their family when the family is dysfunctional. And to avoid being overwhelmed by feelings of fear, anger, pity, guilt, and shame, a child develops coping strategies to avoid these feelings. And so when you avoid feelings, you are in denial. So we all go through phases of denial, and that's a very subconscious need to control, to be in control. So we all go through denial, trivial or major, and uh, we avoid the truth about ourselves that does not fit with our idealized image and circumstances. Because we've got this thing where we create an idealized image, and if we are noticing that what people are seeing is not that image, we can be in denial and neglect or ignore our emotions. We ignore information that we do not want to deal with. And we deny what we feel and what is happening in our lives. So as a child growing up, they might have a parent, for example, who is unfaithful and therefore does not spend time at home. And this person as a grown man or woman will pretend a cheating husband is busy at work to avoid facing the truth of their infidelity. And by saying that he's busy, she denies reality and creates a sense of compassion for him. Denial helps her to prevent the fear of destabilizing a family to betray a picture-perfect family. So she also denies her feelings about the situation and she learns to tune out and operate from a place of fantasy.